Three weeks of OTs in the books for Anthony Richardson and the Indianapolis Colts. We'll talk about what we saw through these OTAs as we look ahead to mandatory minicamp, which will be held Tuesday through Thursday next week. We'll talk about the Dallas Cowboys and their defense. Their defense is becoming like the Colts to the Southwest. Everybody who has played for the Colts seems to go out and play for the Cowboys next. I don't really understand it. We'll try to make sense of it. The Big Ten, they're scheduling entirely different with the addition of UCLA and USC. How does it affect Indiana? It affects Indiana really, really nicely. No more divisions. What does that mean? We'll figure it out. And then we'll talk about the seventh overall pick. That's where the Indiana Pacers are going to select their next, hopefully, superstar. What are the odds that at seven you get a superstar? We'll talk about that, and we'll go over the last 15 number sevens. I got to tell you, the news is not entirely good about the seventh overall pick. Not necessarily a place you go out and get. It seems like everybody bets a long shot at number seven, and most come up uh, absolute losers, and, and you'll see what I'm talking about. This is Breakfast with Kent for Friday, June 9th, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. i got to tell you the truth. I called Johnson's Plumbing yesterday. I said, hey, i got a problem. They were out here. It got fixed. And, and we couldn't be happier. It, it got... It, 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 and and the, the level of the solution making from Johnson's Plumbing is exactly why I call. And the, and the level of work and the level of craftsmanship and the level of creativity in solving a plumbing problem... Absolutely love Jared Johnson. 765-610-8809 is the number. You need a plumber. You need Jared Johnson. All right, let's talk about sports. Let's talk. This are you kidding? Hit the subscribe button. Punch that like button and the bell. When you hit the bell, my goodness, you get an alert every time we go live or post a video. We will post a video of Shane Steichen today talking about OTAs this week. And if you want to make a donation, get, hit the super thanks and let's go. We will read your comment. Happy to do it. Good morning, Sean. Good morning to everybody. Let's have a great day. And I'm glad you're starting your day with me. Very, very nice of you. I'm glad to start my day with you. All right. Anthony Richardson. Three weeks of OTAs. How does he look today compared to the way he looked three weeks ago? i got to tell you, he looks like the same guy, which is not necessarily a bad thing because the work he is doing is a little bit daunting. He's trying to build himself into a competent NFL quarterback after 13 starts in college, and then jumping to the NFL as a fourth overall pick and being the franchise quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, following in the footsteps of men like Johnny Unitas, Burt Jones, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. A lot of people would see that and, and say, Oof, there's a lot of pressure on me. Not Anthony Richardson. He goes out and does his business, trying to get better, working at his craft, and he did, and you could see the results. He looks like he's going to be just fine, and more than just, look, here, we know the difference between the NFL and college football, and so does Anthony Richardson. And the difference between those two things, college football is all about the plays you make, the brilliant plays you make, and there were plenty for Anthony Richardson last year at Florida. The NFL is about the mistakes you don't make. 
Mistake aversion is critical to the success of quarterback play in the NFL. Thank you, Christina. Very, very nice of you. Happy birthday to your niece, Madison. Tenth birthday. Happy birthday, Madison. Absolutely. Have a great day. Anthony Richardson has to not make mistakes. It is about mistake aversion. If you can not make mistakes at a higher level than your opponent, and you can make the plays that Anthony Richardson is really capable of making athletically, right, and, and in processing, you got a chance to win a lot of football games. And that's going to be a process over time. That's not going to come immediately. We saw that with Peyton Manning. Uh, Andrew Luck was an anomaly. Andrew Luck came to the Indianapolis Colts ready to start a quarterback and be one of the best players and, and quarterbacks in the NFL. That is not always going to be the case. Anthony Richardson is going to start game one, September 10th, three months from tomorrow against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he's going to have to go up against a guy in Trevor Lawrence who had years as a starter at Clemson and then, plural, years, and then has had two years as a starter at Jacksonville. He has learned, he has processed, he has experienced. Andrew Richardson, or Anthony Richardson, is at the front end of that process. And again, it's not about making plays, making great plays. Anthony Richardson is going to make as many great plays as any quarterback in the NFL this coming season. But what he's also going to do, he's going to make some mistakes. And what you've got to do in life is what we, or what you've got to do a quarterback is what we always try to do in life. And that is not make the same mistake twice. That's what he's got to do. He has to learn to process and avoid mistakes. Throw it away. Watching him play football at Florida, you saw a guy who over the course of last season became less and less prone to making the mistakes that were going to put his team in a position of disadvantage. That's what he's going to do here. You know what? Don't expect him to be uh, Patrick Mahomes as a rookie. He's not going to be Patrick Mahomes as a rookie. Patrick Mahomes as a rookie, he sat. He got to learn. He got to process. Anthony Richardson is going to be thrown into the fire and let's hope he's wearing an asbestos suit. All right, the Dallas Cowboys, they signed Ben Banigou yesterday. This is fantastic. Like, I, I'm not a big Cowboys fan. Got to tell you the truth. Uh, I don't root against the Cowboys because you don't have to. Like, I, I try to invest in rooting against teams that are really, really likely to win. And that's not the Cowboys. The Cowboys, when the Colts say goodbye to defensive players, some reason, they like to roll out there. Uh, Banigou going to, I hope that there is, uh, uh, not a dearth of Velcro in, in Dallas because Ben Banigou moving there, he, he's going to, he's going to eat up some of that market, the Velcro market. He's going to put Velcro all over his 52 with the Dallas Cowboys or whatever number he wears because he needs help sticking to blockers. Uh, Jonathan Hankins, a member of the Cowboys, Malik Hooker, a member of the Cowboys, Stefan Gilmore. We've gone over that, a member of the Cowboys. Uh, Gilmore for a fifth-round pick. And now who you got? With Isaiah Rogers, certainly not going to play in, in 2023. 
The quarterback position, not an area of strength. We'll get to that in a second. Um, Let's talk about the most important Colts. We're ranking them from 10 to 1, the most important Colts. At 10, I got Alec Pierce. You need a number two. You need a Robin to a Batman. And I'm not sure that Michael Pittman Jr. is a quality Batman, but Alec Pierce has got to become a quality Robin. Uh, Then you've got Quiddy Pay. Somebody's got to knock down the opposing quarterback. Somebody's got to go get the other guy. Two ways you win in the NFL. Number one, you keep your quarterback upright. Number two, you knock theirs down. That's how you win in the NFL. That is key to functionality and winning football in the National Football League. If not Quiddy Pay, who? Um, Then, number eight, Ryan Kelly. He's got to anchor that offensive line. He's got to, frankly, play better than he did last year. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., number seven. He, he's got to take a step up in class. He can't average. And look, Michael Pittman Jr., with uh, the quarterbacks that he has had, has, has not had an easy hand dealt to him as an NFL wide receiver. That process of becoming a, a dynamic player for the Colts, has got to take a step up. It's got to go into hyperdrive. Last year, 99 catches, under 100 y- or 1,000 yards. You have got to average, man, at the minimum, 10 yards per catch as an NFL wide receiver. If you're going to even hint at calling yourself a number one, this a contract year for Michael Pittman Jr. Go Colts indeed. Um, then number six, any cornerback positional player, any of them, all of them. you got to find two cornerbacks who can really play. Kenny Moore is a good slot corner. Other than that, Juju Brents, all right, Darius Rush, all right, step up, boys. It's time to play some football because there's nobody else left. Like you got Dallas Flowers as a returning cornerback with Stephon Gilmore gone to Dallas and Isaiah Rogers, you know what, gone to the gambling vice. Then at number five, I've got Jonathan Taylor. And I know people are going to say, you know, you got to put him higher. I'm not putting a running back higher than that. Jonathan Taylor is really, really important. There's no question. He has got to run the football effectively or the Colts offense simply can't function. Number four, Shaq Leonard. Shaq Leonard's got to be back and he's got to be back at 100% or the turnover battle is going to be lost. And, And the way the Colts lost it last year It might get even uglier this year with Anthony Richardson as a quarterback who is not quite as mistake-averse as a rookie as he will be down the road as a sophomore, third-year quarterback, on and on and on. Uh, Number three, Bernard Ryman. Bernard Ryman. He has got to be the anchor of that offensive line at left tackle. It's not Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson is not in the top ten. A left guard is not going to be one of your ten most important players. He might be one of your best players, but he's not one of your most important players. The positional importance of Quentin Nelson is just not high enough to put him on this list. But Bernard Ryman, absolutely on this list. He has got to protect the backside of Anthony Richardson. He needs to know where Richardson is, needs to move his feet to stay in front of the edge guy who's trying to knock him down. Number two, DeForest Buckner. Again, like somebody on defense has got, this is the problem with the Colts. You start ranking these guys, 
you get beyond Anthony Richardson at number one, and of course Anthony Richardson is number one, and you start thinking, okay, your most important players should be your best players. Well, who's number two? I'm going to Forrest Buckner. What are you going to do? He's got to stop the run along with Grover Stewart as a defensive tackle, and he's got to go get the quarterback, and hopefully the edge guys for the Colts are taking enough attention from DeForest Buckner that he's singled up once in a while and he gets a chance to go to the quarterback. Let's talk about Indiana football, new Big Ten football scheduling protocols, and it's a big deal because there is no more Big Ten East, no more Big Ten West. That is awesome news for the uh, Indiana Hoosiers. And next year in 2024, you look at the schedule, no Ohio State, no Michigan next year. Penn State will be there, but not always on the schedule. This is just awesome news. Fantastic. The, the Big Ten is getting tougher with the addition of UCLA and USC, but not having Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State on the schedule every single year is a mitzvah for the Indiana Hoosiers. Good for them. Uh, you know, you got a chance, right? At Indiana and Purdue is a protected rivalry that will occur every year. So the schedule works like this. There are three teams you're going to play this year and next year. Then you're going to play every other team, all of the 12 other teams, once in that two-year run. That's how it's going to work. That's how it's going to be fair. Let's talk about the top or the seventh pick of the last 15 drafts and where they rank in terms of value over replacement players. Shaden Sharp, seventh last year, ranked 37th. Woo! Jonathan Kaminga, taken seventh and 21, ranked 16th. Woo! Killian Hayes, taken seventh in 2020. He ranks 58th in VORP. Kill uh, Kobe White, 25th in VORP in 2019. Uh, 2018, Wendell Carter Jr., he's 15th. Do you notice a trend that the seventh overall pick really does not do very well? What teams tend to do, Vicky, thank you so much for the super thanks. What that you you go you go for the long shot at seven. So many of these teams do, and you see the results. Uh, then you've got, in 2017, Laurie Markkinen, he ranks eighth in terms of warp. At least he's in the neighborhood of being among the top seven in the draft. Jamal Murray, ninth. Jamal Murray's playing his ass off in the NBA Finals zone. Emmanuel Moutier, 44th and last among players in the 2015 draft that have played a single minute in the NBA. Julius Randle in 2014, he's number four. That's the first player. It's been, that's a lot of drafts. That's nine drafts ago. And finally, we've got our first seventh overall pick that has outkicked his draft position in terms of ranking in value over replacement players. Next, in 2013, Ben McLemore, 51st and last among players who have played a minute. 12th, Harrison Barnes, ninth overall in VORP, uh, among those drafted in 2012. Bismack Biombo, number 53, next to last. In 2010, Greg Monroe, sixth. Steph Curry in 2009, second. Eric Gordon, 12th in 2008. Wow. Kevin Pritchard, go get somebody who can play. Turn this thing on its ear. 
this is just, I mean, you look at the seventh overall pick and you're like, what have GMs done? And I'm telling you what they've done is they've seen upside. They're like, hey, this guy's got a lot of physical potential. We might be able to teach him how to play basketball. He, given the right circumstance, could play to the level of a number one. None of them do. Take current value players or trade back. All right, game four tonight in the NBA Finals. That should be a lot of fun. It will not have Jamal Murray and Nikolai Jokic will not both have 30-point uh, triple-doubles again. That's not going to happen. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Nancy Sutton, happy birthday, Matt Dieters. The great Stephen Grost celebrating a birthday. Terrific, Lake Bluffian. Uh, Chris Watts, happy birthday. Uh, the great Charles Hill celebrating a birthday. The great Joe Hughes celebrating a birthday. A wonderful Cathedral and Xavier alum. Uh, Mark Rose, happy birthday. The great Carly Lagrati having, having a birthday. Rob Wagman, the great Greener. Dennis Green, holy cow, celebrating a birthday. <laughs> Whoa, ball two. And Jeffrey Condon, celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that is best done with an honest and specific compliment. It's a Friday, so we windmill. It's a dancing day. It's what we do. This dance invented by the great Scott Rocker Meddy. If you could only see my feet, I look like Fred Astaire down there. I'm telling you, we'll talk to you later today.